0: Hey, Brenna.
1: Hi, Maureen. So, since we just recorded last episode, you would think I wouldn't have a story for this episode, but I do. Oh? Yeah. So, what? Get your butt down! Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) If you're bored, leave. Go hang out with your brother. She, like, stays alone in my room for, like... A couple like at night and like when I'm on trips, she's still on kitten yeah. food. And she leaves stuff alone when I'm in here and I'm either like half awake or like on my phone or just actively not giving her attention. Then she's like, "I'm gonna rip everything off the walls."
0: Yep. Oh, Mira does that too. Like, look at me, crash. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not the story I wanted to tell.
0: Um, what I wanted to
1: say was, um, so my mom outside are uh uh th- their front door. She has a uh like a, a a a planter with a bunch of uh like fake plants in it cuz it's just like a cute little thing. Uh-huh. Like she does have like live plants all over, but there's fake plants in that one. Um and earlier this year uh she they they see this someone has built a nest And a robin decided, yeah, right here. Right here. Wow! My mom and my parents were, like, really worried that the the, the bird was, like, gonna, like, you know, ditch the nest. Because it's right by our front door. Like, we go in and out, or the bird is gonna end up attacking us. She stuck it out. And every single one of those eggs became a baby bird.
0: (gasps) Oh my gosh, they're so big!
1: And just recently... The nest is empty now. Oh, So, there's... We have photos of, like, all the life stages of those birds. Like, from little, Aww. like, jelly bean flesh guys to, like, full-on baby birds. Because my brother just kept... They put this little stepladder and just kept putting his phone up and taking photos. Um, huh. And they really... The mo- the mom, uh, she didn't like it when we were around, but she was just like, chirp, 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 And we're like, you chose this place. <laughs> you chose it. Like, girl... <laughs> And- Maybe
0: you should have, like, uh, researched the neighborhood before you moved in. And
1: my mom's like, I have so many birdhouses around here. <laughs> we put up <laughs> so many. <laughs> you chose the one place that there's going to be humans. And then they did re-roof. Um, they Since they got some hail damage last year. Um, but the roofers mm-hmm. were really nice and avoided the area. Um, That's good. And... Uh, Apparently, my brother, when he was coming home from work one day, he did find the birds on the ground and was really worried when they were fully grown. And he did get some gloves and put them up. Um, It it is, you know, uh, if you guys didn't know, it's a myth that a mom will reject a bird if they see a baby bird that's fallen from a nest. um, You should grab some gloves, but you can put them back up if they're not injured. Yeah. Yeah.
0: and there's been an avian flu so grab some gloves but yeah no
1: so he, he did put on the gloves and uh later that day is when they ended up flying away so i'm guessing they just had a false start um yeah yeah but we we're really excited because uh, for a while we thought one of them might have been lost but it just ends up that they take turns sleeping on one of the out of the four and all four of them oh. um uh, made it so yeah it that's was, great Really exciting. We uh, it's we've had like a bunny Warren. <laughs> we've had like now a robin's. Like we're right out. I once had two raccoons just hang out in one of our well windows. Like we had, that's nice. My my parents' their uh dryer. Their new dryer was actually destroyed by a squirrel that decided to find its way uh, into the vent and fun. Yeah, chewed up the whole darn inside. But um, wildlife. <laughs> I I know it's kind of past spring, but. I wanted to wait to see if all the birdies made it <laughs> before I shared this with yeah. um
0: Well, I also have great big news. What? Guess who has her outdoor privileges restored? The baby. The princess Amira. She Yay. can come back outside now.
1: What happened with the door? The fence door?
0: Um, I put... We have, like... This plastic box that you're like supposed to put a hose in that there isn't a hose in. Oh, when, in, yeah at the front of our house, and so I put it in front of the place that
1: her little her little she hole. was escaping. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so now she can't get out. Nice. So she was able to come outside and hang out with us last night, and she had a great time.
1: Good. Oh, gosh, this is a couple episodes away um, from this news, but uh, a couple weeks ago, I told you guys I visited my sister because her cats weren't doing too well, and one of them might oh, be yeah. sick. Oh, yeah. They actually, they took all three of them to the vet. All three of them are fine.
2: So oh, yeah, So no one has a
1: UTI or anything. Um, so they're, they're, they're okay. They just decided to start fighting randomly, and it really stressed my sister out, but they, they actually are all in good health. Um, so they, they're... What they were doing using like the uh uh like the pheromones, they're just gonna do more of that because apparently it really did wonders ah. for the younger one. Um and oh well, that's good. Yeah, and and it's like it's one of those things you're like ah that's got to be like fake, but then that's actually suggested it, and it doesn't work for all cats, but it, mm-hmm. it seems to be working for the most uh Rapscallion-est of all the cats. So they're gonna get more.
0: <laughs> that's what matters.
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 thankfully, um. No one's having any uh, uh, pee issues, which was, I think, really scary for them, because I, I think I've mentioned it. My sister lost uh, her uh, baby boy cat, yeah. who is the sibling of the other cat, um, and so she was really mm-hmm. nervous that um, yeah. g- girls can't get impacted, usually not as commonly due to just the way their bodies are, but um, we're all good. All, all the cats are good. Uh, her cat no one's a
0: little overweight, but other than that, <laughs> you know, hey... Yeah, so check for diabetes just in case.
1: They had they had like blood work and everything. they had the
0: whole yeah. So they're good.
1: They did the whole roundup because just they were nervous that one of them was sick and that's what was causing like the yeah. tension. But they're like, nah. They just that. That's why she's she was piddling outside a little bit is because they were stressed because they're all fighting. They're like, you're creating problems, <laughs> girls. Somebody looked at someone wrong and <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's been a thing.
1: I, yeah, they're not really sure what started it, but thankfully it, um, you know, cause cats are territorial. So I'm imagining maybe they, someone had a yeah. spat with someone. And, um, th- thankfully though, the, the Fela Day, or not sponsored, the, the non branded pheromone is really working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad. Uh, any, any books to share?
1: Yeah. Uh, it, as it is pride, I did, um, We've actually already, it's another comic that's already been mentioned on this podcast, but I finally read, um, uh, Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by, uh, uh you've read that one because you mentioned it. I
0: don't think, I don't think so. I, really? Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't read
2: that one yet.
1: you had, this was one you read like a couple years ago. Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by Mariko Tamaki? Tamaki?
0: Yeah, uh, no, I, I haven't read it. I haven't gotten the chance. Oh, to get my hands on it.
1: Please do get it. I got it out of my library. Yeah. It's a really good um, coming of age story, um, and it yeah. is about you know two girls in a relationship. But it also uh, do look up the the, the warnings. Um, there there's some like you know teenage stuff happening, like you know toxic relationships yeah. and loss of friendships, and then like friends going through hard times. But all and also, um. But also told through this really interesting lens of her like writing letters to an advice com- column columnist, oh. and uh, also going to like a uh, a tarot card reader <laughs> to try and get advice about this just like kind of toxic girl that she should really just dump. Um, oh. But I I I've read uh, Muruga Tamaki's work before, really like it, um, and I really like. It's, it's a very beautiful comic if you haven't read it and you're interested at all in, like, YA, LGBTQ relationship uh, comics. I think this is a very good example. And, and definitely, um, it's based in high school, so around that age range. Um, yeah. yeah. I would say th- there's mature topic- topics explored. Um, so I think middle grade students would probably be fine. Um, don't read this if you're in elementary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I've been reading uh, I've still been reading Sunny Falls Pause of Stars rewrite nice. and I'm just about to finish book three um, and I'm really really enjoying it it's just really fun character stuff uh, I can't remember if I told you the best part about this rewrite
1: Mm-mm. you might have but tell me
0: Brackenfurth the deputy instead of Brambleclaw that's so good
1: that's it's so
0: good. It was a great, uh, yeah. It's it, it was it was the decision that Firestar thought about going with, but then for some reason chickened out. Um, it's
1: like why did you even bring it up? <laughs>
0: like, right. Oh, so that's uh, that's 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 really great because I think Brackenfur should have been deputy. So I'm I'm enjoying <laughs> this rewrite that uh did it right. Ready for some cats? Yeah. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that?
1: We got our girlfriend back. Yes. I mean, we might be in trouble... We got our girlfriend. Well, she's not our girlfriend yet. We got our good friend who we have budding romantic feelings for back. We have it's kind of a weird situation ship.
0: Yeah, but I mean it was I mean, we did a girlfriend heist and uh Yeah. We we saved her. So. With her
1: sister, which I think, can you, with her a, uh, can you get a better stamp of approval from someone's, right? like, <laughs> she's like, hey, hey, sis, I don't have any problems with him. He and I, te- I think if you team up with your siblings, like, significant other, there's no going back. Yeah. Like, me and Weston team up sometimes, and that's how I know that we have, a, that uh, he and my sister are good for it, because you gotta <laughs> be able to team up with them. Um, yeah. So, and then, and then I thought we were done with Maple Shade, but then she just promised him, like, it's funny, it, she, I, she's, she must be very, she she is very charismatic, because she just reeled him in with the same promises as yeah. before, like, stick with me, kid, come on, and he was like, yeah, really, with no, he guess he has to start learning to ask what like, what is the caveats here? Like, what are the, what what do you expect from me? Because last time you're like, just promise to be loyal to your clan no matter what, and you'll make it. Um, and then you're like, also don't ever fall in love, give up everyone who like. She did say that though more explicitly this time.
0: Yeah, she said even if you sacrifice everyone you love, and Crooked Jaw's like, um, why? And then she just like left, which is just like. But
1: then he was like, I'm so excited. I was chosen by Star Clan, which in reality he was if he would paid more attention to Bramble uh, Berry. Really, Bramble Berry, honey, you're going to lose this fight you don't even know you're in if you don't tell him <laughs> like a little bit more. I know you might not be getting yeah. all of the details because Star Clan loves to be cryptic, but he, he is being tempted, and I don't think you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, not fun. And, and uh, I mean, he did try to ask, who are you? But he did not get an answer, and uh, he did not follow that up, which maybe that's something he should explore.
1: She, well, she did pull the whole, like, I'm all feeble and old card, which is a crazy interesting aspect of the StarClan cast that we haven't really explored, where, if you think about it, it, they mostly show themselves at, like, their peak,
0: you know? yeah. I mean, I like the headcanon where it's, they, they are how they were most happy when they were their happiest. So that's why Yellowfang's still really old, is because she was in, she was happiest when she was in ThunderClan with Fireheart. Right. But I think, like, not that I'm against
1: that, or that isn't uh, true, but a different suggestion would be the living cats see them as they know them. Like, if, it would make Mm. sense, like, Yellowfang, if she was, like, younger, like, Firestar wouldn't have recognized her, like, you know, before she was all (laughs) haggard and whatever. Um, Who are you? And it also makes sense if possibly they can manipulate that a little bit. Like, a little bit how Miss Mapleshade was here. Like, she seemed all old and haggard. We don't know if she ever was old and haggard. Um,
0: let me tell you, she's never been old and haggard, which is why it's very funny. (laughs) That's so funny! Mapleshade does not get to grow old.
1: But I I also don't know if that's, like, true, because I think any of the the kits who have passed, why wouldn't they be adults then, you know? But we always seem to see them as kits, so. Yeah, they I, just I, stay kits
0: forever. It's just weird.
1: Yeah, but also, time passes, but also time doesn't exist, so.
0: Yeah, who's to say?
1: I, I think it makes yeah, sense no, that their that's... brains don't really develop past when they were, so they're not really interested in, like, romance, they're five.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, no, I thought that was funny. So, she basically just, like, hunched her back and was like, oh, I'm old.
1: Yeah, so, what I was saying, though, is that she's, like, being manipulative, so, I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I guess, like, gatekeep girl boss. Yeah. I give her, I give, uh, Crooked Jaw a little more credit than I've ever given to Brambleclaw, um... (laughs) Because, like, this is a genuinely manipulative person that, if she has done anything
0: bad, we don't know. We don't know anything we about know. her. We've never met this cat in... Yeah. Uh, as we were living, unlike Brambleclaw, who knew <laughs> the atrocities that his father committed. Witnessed them firsthand and decided whatever. Yeah. So that's
1: why I'm kind of like, I'm a little bit like, hey, buddy, I do need you press a little harder for answers. However, he is being actively manipulated. It seems to be. I... Once again, I think she's the antagonist. I could be proven wrong. She really has to do some, like, work, though, if she wants to prove me wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's like, and it's frustrating because you're like, Brambleberry, you're supposed to be, like, our Star Clan liaison. You you are the, our spiritual guide. I am coming to you saying, I need answers. But also, she's like, not giving when
1: them. have the when have they ever really? When med, when has a medicine cat ever been like? Yeah, no, I got this sign. Yeah, I I think the way she's going about it isn't like incorrect. Like she she did guide him right then. She did say she's like you're choosing that. Okay, like I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Like Star Clan wants you to do that. I don't know. Like I can't tell you what your destiny is. Probably because she isn't really getting a real clear idea. And yeah. also I think if they got like some sort of warning about whatever's happening with Mapleshade, like it was probably just like, watch out, this kid's this kid might be haunted by ghosts. They probably didn't say it like that.
0: No, exactly. And so but I mean like so it's like I kinda understand you understand where crooked jaw is because yeah. like okay, he's not really getting answers from Mapleshade, but he's not getting answers from Brambleberry yeah. either.
1: Also, he so, is- but he is also not told Bramble Perry that a ghost has been
0: tr- giving him training either, so. It, well, the ghost said she had to keep it a secret. She's not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to- they're not supposed to train people like that. I saw this clip of
1: this podcast, um, which, not affiliated with, I don't even know what it was, it was just this clip of these two dads talking, uh, <laughs> how, like, every month or a couple weeks or so, they're just like, hey, any adults tell you to keep any secrets recently? No? Okay. Like, and I was just like, oh, that's actually a very smart thing to do with your kids. Yeah. Because secrets are not safe. Surprises are okay. Nope. Secrets are not okay. You should not have a secret yeah. with an adult if you are a child. Like, yeah. L- literally not not with your parents, not with anyone. Surprises are
0: fine. Yeah. Surprises are fine. Surprises have an end date. Yeah. And secrets... Are not good. You don't no have secrets. secrets
1: with adults. If, it, if, if, if so, I just that like just popped into my head. <laughs> All right, shall we? Yeah.
0: So leaf fall is here, and it has brought a chill.
1: Oh, we're just skipping over. I'm going to assume he got told off for, but it was a successful rescue mission. So how? Yeah. How mad could they? So how have been? mad can you be? Yeah. Probably no one else got hurt. Ticks for a, a couple nights.
0: <laughs> yeah well crooked jaw is playing with the kits to warm them up otter splash comes into camp with more reeds and crooked jaw offers to fetch the reeds and thinks to himself that maybe otter splash should come watch her own kits otter splash thanks him but the kits would rather spend time with the warrior than their mothers i like that
1: somehow crooked jaw one for it was his delayed training I think that has somehow put him in the position of babysitter for life. He has ended up being yeah. the nanny cat that I think should exist.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jaw looks around camp to find someone to relieve him of kit duty. Willow Breeze is taking uh, cats out on patrol, though, and it's the first one that she's leading, so that's exciting.
2: Yay, Willow Breeze.
0: Crooked Jaw gets caught up in a fight somehow between Shimmerpelt, Ottersplash, and Lakeshine. <laughs> um, Shimmerpelt and Lakeshine think that the kits are too young to learn battle moves, while Ottersplash thinks they're never too young to train.
1: Where's the moss ball? Let's do that.
0: Shimmerpelt reasons that they'll be paws soon enough. They can learn all the battle moves they'd like then. The kits are worried two legs will invade camp. But Crooked Jaw has Oakheart assure them that they've been keeping a close eye on the two legs.
1: Yeah, do you think that battle helped, like, soothe their the worries? They're like, yeah, we got, we really, right. we really lost bad, and then someone got kidnapped, and you weren't going to do anything about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a core memory right there. I'm sure. Leopard kit. Begs Crookedjaw to teach them a battle move. The whole clan had spoiled Leopard Kit. Mudfur doted on his daughter, and she had almost the whole clan wrapped around her tail. Leopard Kit blinks sweetly and purrs. Please? Shimmerpelt tells Crookedjaw, don't you dare. If Mudfur came back and saw her fighting, he would be horrified. Shimmerpelt is very fond of her adopted kit but is also like the only cat who won't be swayed by her <laughs> i ain't falling for any of that
1: you need that though i mean i'm glad that folks are doting on her but also you do need someone that says no or else will be a brat <laughs> yeah i didn't think man i didn't see leopard star as a princess growing up but now i'm thinking about it she kind of is a little princess here
0: yeah she's absolutely spoiled Crookedjaw tries to direct the kits to stalk Oakheart, but he is on his way out. So Crookedjaw finds himself under a pile of kits until the hunting patrol returns. Thanks, Star Crooked Crookedjaw says as the kits run for fish. Willowbreeze purrs. Looks like she got back just in time. He was about you to be devoured by hungry kits. She touches his muzzle with hers affectionately. Are they Crookedjaw ducks away. Willow Breeze's eyes flash with hurt. What? Not here, Crookedjaw says, feeling Cat's gaze on him.
1: Are you trying to hide it from the S- ghost? Because that won't work.
0: Well, since rescuing Willow Breeze, the two of them have grown closer than ever. And the clan is waiting for them to announce that they're mates. But Crookedjaw would like them to mind their own business. He just doesn't want everyone up in his stuff. You know? So,
1: okay. Have they had the define-the-relationship talk together?
0: They're going to.
1: Oh, okay, good. Because I was just like, bro, don't lead her on just because a ghost is saying to.
0: Crooked Jaw suggests they go on a walk, and Willow Willow Breeze agrees, but she doesn't seem very happy. She doesn't see why he has to be embarrassed. Crooked Jaw says he doesn't want his clanmates to think he's soft. Willow Breeze tells him it's not soft to have feelings for another cat. Does he think Hailstar is soft? Or Cedar Pelt? Or Timberfur? They all have mates. Crooked Jaw mumbles an apology. Cause he knows. He I knows she's right.
1: Yeah, I think they have maybe the only like generous interpretation. Other than what we know is the truth, it would be like, he did see his parents divorce pretty, like, terribly. So maybe that affects how he views relationships.
0: (laughs) Yeah, But that's not it. It doesn't seem to be it. (laughs) He asks Willow Breeze if she remembers her assessment. Of course, she says. He watched her catch that blackbird. Crooked Jaw says he could have watched her all day. And now he can't? Oh, he still could, but he'd get nothing useful done. He flicks her nose playfully with his tail, and that would get them both in trouble. Crooked Jaw scrambles up a tree and tells Willow Breeze to come on, because I guess you don't want to talk about your feelings, so, you, or you're uncomfortable with talking about your feelings, so you run up a tree. Nice.
1: He just seems to like to be up trees, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, they jump from the branches of one tree to another, and they cross the whole grove without touching the ground. He asks Willow Breeze if she can do this, and he climbs higher and higher up to the smallest branches. They crack under his weight and send him slithering down the tree. His heart lurches, but he grabs a branch. Crookedjaw swings for a moment, hind legs churning in the air but he finds the trunk and lowers himself carefully to the ground. Willow Breeze jumps down after him. Frog brain, she glares at him. She thought he was going to hurt himself. Impossible, Crookedjaw tells her. Willow Breeze asks him how he can be so sure, and her eyes glitter with worry, and Crookedjaw realizes that she really cares for him. He apologizes for scaring her, but assures her that she doesn't have to worry about him. Willowbreeze tells him that she worries every moment he's out of her sight. She's trembling when he touches his nose to her cheek. But he tells her not to worry, he'll be fine. Willowbreeze tells him to stop saying that. She's bristling. He can't know that for sure. Crookedjaw wonders if he should tell her about mapleshade and his destiny but decides that she'd probably think he's crazy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to tell her. He'll show her by becoming the greatest leader the clan has ever known. So instead, Crookedjaw presses against her and concedes that she's right. He can't know for sure. But he tells her that he's so happy being with her that it feels like nothing can hurt him. Everything will be fine, he promises. I love you. He tells her that they'll have a great life together, surrounded by their clanmates. And Crooked Jaw pulls away and looks into her eyes. And our kits, he finishes. Willowbreeze purrs. She loves him too, and she touches her muzzle to his ear. Her warm breath makes his legs weak. So I guess that's that's kind of our establishing the relationship. Yeah, and I like that he just went in whole hog oh yeah it's
1: like i want to have kids with you i love
0: you a cold breeze lifts crooked jaw's fur and maple Shade's scent drifts around him and her voice echoes in his ears don't forget your promise but crooked jaw closes his eyes and lets Willowshine's scent bathe him maple shade is wrong having a mate won't stop him from being a great leader
1: He called her Willowshine again. I don't know why we keep giving this girl the wrong name. Aw. Oh,
0: dang it. Uh, it's okay. You know I did what? that in the
1: entire time the last episode, so. Sorry, Willow oh, Breeze.
0: I have Willow Breeze's uh, name written down wrong through, like, these this whole chunk of notes. <laughs> the problem is, is a lot of other cats also have Willow. Willowshine is a character. Wow. <laughs>
1: she's like from like so, two other two series from now she's like that guy's dead why are you pairing me with him yeah basically
0: so what's that willow breeze sorry queen jerks away
1: she a i don't think she would take upstream. offense. I did, I did
0: that the whole no, last I episode think so. i think we can forgive you <laughs> hisses and yowls explode and it sound is like the dog found a patrol oh this dog Joss says he'll go help and races down the slope Willowshine calls after him to be careful. Crooked Jaw finds White Fang and Petal Dust chasing a small white dog. Like, is this just a Westie or like a Maltese? Is
1: it I'd a like shizu? to think
0: it's a little Maltese. It could be a Shih Tzu. This
1: has to be a different dog because I feel like if it was just a small white dog, they would have described it before.
0: Right. Well, he tells them to steer it past the camp. White Fang outflanks the dog to drive it away from camp. He and Paddle Doss steer it towards the marsh, Crooked Jaw is behind them, keeping the dog in his sight. They cross the marsh and drive the dog onto the shore. Two leg, Crooked Jaw warns, spotting it on the bridge. The cat stopped their pursuit as the dog flung itself onto the bridge. It yapped around the two leg in relief. Nice chase, Crooked Jaw panted as his clanmates flopped down onto the shore. Once they catch their breath, they decide to carry on with their patrol. Crookedjaw notices that Oakheart should have been with them and asks where he is.
1: Uh oh. I know where this <clears throat> storyline's going.
0: Petalzeth says he was heading Crookedjaw's way. He thought he saw Thunderclan warriors on the shore below Sunning Rock, so he went to investigate. Alone? White Fang says that's what Oakheart wanted. He told them to check the field and he'd catch up. A crooked job, well, Crooked Jaw will go check on him. It's risky to check for intruders alone. What was his brother thinking?
1: Man, these two like cannot. They they like did one thing separately, which was you know getting their warrior like training, and they decided now we're going to do all things and then at the same time get girlfriends. <laughs>
0: He finds Oakheart emerging from the long grass. His pelt is wet, and he looks startled to see Crookedjaw. Crookedjaw asks if he's okay. Whitefang says he saw ThunderClan cats. Just one warrior, Oakheart says casually. He chased her off. Was it blue fur? Oakheart oh. whips around. How did he know? Crookedjaw had recognized her scent. He searches his brother's gaze. Was he hiding something? Was Bluefur causing trouble? But out loud, he asks if they fought. Did she beat him? <laughs> and he remembers what a fierce opponent Bluefur could be. She once beat me up. <laughs> yeah. Her and her sister. Okart turns back towards camp. Uh, he says he drove her back to the forest. It wasn't much of a fight. Nothing worth reporting. Why well, start a battle over something so small. Crookedjaw watches his brother pat away from him. What about his patrol? They chased a dog as far as the bridge. They're waiting for him. Oakhart pauses. The patrol! <laughs> oh my god. He swerves to head up the river. Crookedjaw is confused. It's not like Oakhart to be so reserved. Especially about an encounter with an enemy clan. Maybe the fight had been tougher than he wanted to admit. But Crookedjaw didn't see any injuries. Oakhart was a great warrior. He'll be fine, Crookedjaw decides. And he takes the air for Willow Breeze, wondering if she was waiting for him. He wants to spend as much time with her as he can.
1: I can't believe he didn't notice. One, it's very funny that he suspects, with their whole history, that he suspects that it's like she beat the crap out of him and he just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. And not that he's having a <laughs> secret relationship, which maybe because of his history, that's why he they, he doesn't want to think that's what's happening. Or he doesn't even suspect yeah. it. Um, but also he's pretty dense overall. Yeah. Like he ha I mean, the the previous affair he's this guy, affair magnet, let me tell ya. Um I mean, the other one he stumbled upon, he was, like, a child, so he didn't really understand what was going on, but, like... Yeah, yeah. This guy's a little bit dense, I'm gonna say, even with his own brother. Um, We love him, though. We do, we do. We love it. Um, I'm glad that he has a himbo energy. Um,
0: Oh, right. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? I know it's a little early, but... We're at a good, good spot.
1: Yeah, I, I, the, the very last thing I was going to say was, um, I, I like that he's just too distracted being in love <laughs> to know yeah. that his brother's he's like, also oh, in is love. Oh, Willow
0: Breeze waiting for me? I want to spend time with Willow yeah. Breeze. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm like, good for you, bro. And, and to be fair, his brother's an adult. He, he doesn't, she either. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. We know that a relationship does end up great, but also... But you know, I really don't think at this point if he did find out the truth. I think actually he probably would try to stop
0: him. Probably, just because it's a bad idea. Yeah.
1: Later on though, I don't think I mean, he would.
0: Like I don't think he would get up. like No, he's not like a mad. At the point at him. He is no No, exactly. But, you know, I think if he had caught him now, he would have said, like, look what happened with Willow Breeze and Graypool. Like, they, like, that was really hard.
1: You know? Yeah, he probably would have pulled the thing that Squirrel uh, Flight did and just, like, been like, bro, don't do, stop sneaking out. I don't know what's happening, but you gotta stop. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway.
2: Hit me. Hey! Did, did you just Hey, come here! Did you just come from the Cat Fact Art Gallery? Oh yeah! I, I, yeah, yeah. They let me know that some folks might be looking for something to do now that they're closed down for this season. So, uh, hey, why don't you come on into the to the library? This is this is oh the Cat Fact Library. I mean, cats, libraries, and books go way back. Wow! Oh, you do know. Oh, oh, I've definitely done a bit about cats and libraries before, but now I can't remember how that bit went. So I'm doing a new bit and maybe it's the same bit, but I genuinely don't remember.
0: Yeah, no, I'm same.
2: I think it might have been this bit. But anyway, um, anyway, since you're here, 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 here's a book. You should check this one out. Um, I know not. Thank you. Yeah, I know not everyone likes poetry, but I do, and I think you'll like it too. Uh, cause this is a poem about Panger Bon. Ah So yeah, I'm sure folks uh I did
1: look and it's possible someone's emailed us or e- messages about this. Um I, I did try to look through email. It was a little harder to check through our messages. Um but this is a pretty famous um a historical cat, but uh this uh Do you guys remember how I mentioned in the last episode about, like, cats and medieval manuscripts and how there was, like, a lot of cat facts within that fact? This is one of the ones I was like, ah, I Uh, gotta, I gotta, this is a perfect connection. Um, Yeah, um, I mean, I was
0: thinking exactly of
1: Yeah, and it's why I didn't mention it in this example uh, when I was talking about medieval manuscripts, um, even though this kind of basically is one, because Panger Bonn, um, is a poem written by an Irish monk in what would now be modern day Germany at the Reichenau Abbey um right now Reichenau um Abbey um the pronunciations i found were super not like at all german and i was like okay i'm going to do I, I, I'm not, like, proficient in, like, German, but I feel like I can pronounce it a little better whenever the random examples I found were. Um <laughs> This poem was preserved in the Reichenau Primer, a collection of different scripts that were used by the monks, uh, such as hymns, Latin grammar, uh, but also a bunch of old Irish poems. And by Old Irish, I, I do mean the oldest form of written and spoken Irish or Gaelic that is known. Um, but also Ooh. it's historically old as well. Um, with the poem <laughs> itself uh, estimated to be written around the ninth century. Um, now cool. this was an interesting time for monks or scribes in Ireland as they were kind of at this interesting cross section of religion as well. It had been a couple centuries since Catholicism had kind of pushed out uh, the pagan uh, religion that was practiced before Um, pre-Christian scribes in Ireland were like the ones responsible for record keeping like law writing and like history recording both oral and through written word. Um, And they did a lot of this through poetry and, and a lot of times they would be kind of, you know, they were a lot of things, but also poets. Um, mm-hmm. So it isn't surprising to see the influence of that uh, in these now Christian monks who would write about the importance of like nature and its relationship with humans, and the holdover like from the pagan gods. Uh, uh, but instead, now it's a lens of like praising God and His creations. So um, uh, from what I found, you will see that a lot in old Irish poetry. Because it was like already a, a tradition there. Um, keeping that in mind, um, I'm hoping that will help frame why a monk may write a poem about how his day-to-day life and tasks are not so different from that of his cat. Um, so we do not know who specifically wrote this poem, uh, specific uh, similar to what I was saying about the Illuminated Manuscripts. There were a lot of monks working on this, like this uh, primer was written by multiple different people and multiple different stuff that was just mm-hmm. like useful things for the Abbey. Like, you know, this yeah. is what we have in here. Um, and this poem has inspired a lot of creative work from a fantasy middle grade series by Faye Sampson based in medieval times about a monk, a princess and his cat going <laughs> on adventures. Um, Aww. And uh, the name, uh, Pangurban, is also the name of a character in The Secret of Kells animated movie from 2009. Uh,
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking about yeah. all through your Illuminated Manuscript talk about cats. Had, yeah, like, the, the Illuminated of Manuscripts Kells. are a big
1: theme in that as well.
0: Um, yeah,
1: and, and, and oh, even gorgeous. a modern Watch it. version of the poem is recited partially in, in the credits. Oh. Um, so there have been multiple translations of the poem. Uh, many of which I, I do have linked. Um, so you can see the different various interpretations, which I think is interesting. I am going to be reading um, the version translated by Whitley Stokes and John uh, Strachan um, as it was published in 1903 and it is in the public domain. <laughs> um, though I do suggest please look at the other versions that are linked um, as it is interesting how the, the verses are adjusted uh, to sort of fit our, like, modern sensibility is how we think a poem structure should work. Um, and it's like, the <laughs> yeah. more literal you do the translation, the less it seems like a poem. Um, the, yeah. Since, you know, it's such an old language, it doesn't perfectly translate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, without any further ado, here's Panger Bon. It's 32 lines. It's not too long, but uh, bear with me. Okay. <laughs> I and Panger Bon, each of us two at his special art. His mind at hunting, mice, my own mind is in my special craft. I loved her rest, better than any fame, at my booklet with a diligent science. Not envious of me is Panger Bod, he himself loves his childish art. When we are, tale without tedium, in our house, we two alone, we have unlimited feet sport, something to which apply our acuteness." It is customary at times, by feat of valor, that a mouse sticks in his net, and for me there falls into my net a difficult dictum with hard meaning. His eye, this glancing full one, he points against the wall-fence. I myself, against the keenness of science, point my clear eye, though it is very feeble. "'He is joyous with speedy going "'where a mouse sticks in his sharp claw. "'I too am joyous "'where I understand a difficult dear question. "'Though we are thus always, "'neither hinders the other. "'Each of us too likes his art, "'amuses himself alone. "'He himself is the master of the work "'which he does every day, "'while I am at my own work, "'which is to bring difficulty to clearness.'"
0: So, you and I—we're not so different. (laughs) Yeah, we. He's
1: like, I'm trying to understand this Latin phrase I'm writing down. You're hunting a mouse. Beautiful, wonderful. (laughs) Um. Yeah.
0: I'm a man of science. You're a man of. Mice, practicality, and murder.
1: <laughs> I think the the phrase that kind of gives like uh, he calls it a feet sport, um, which is you know it's a, a sport that takes uh, I don't know 100, percent but I'm kind of interpreting it as like a it's a it's a sport that takes some skill or gumption to get into you know
0: catching mice. It just makes me think of a cat with his little feet just batting something. Yeah, on. it's it's feat. Um, <laughs> but I. I... Feet. yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i also love that he described the zoomies i think yeah <laughs> talking about his cat running around it's just like oh the zoomies
1: I, and i also love the line where he's like um amuses himself alone because that is very much a cat like a cat uh it, it will like do his own thing but they share their home mm-hmm. um and it, it very much shows that our relationship with cats uh has always kind of been this sort of like coexistence um Mm-hmm. And I do like how he frames it uh, where he's like, yeah, he caught the mouse and I understood this Latin. And like, he's <laughs> he has really good eyes. My eyes aren't so good because I got one candle to work by. But <laughs> <laughs> But I'm doing my best. Yeah. Um, do check out the other interpretations. Um, I-, I think it's interesting how they make them a little easier to read, but also you can get, I think a lot from seeing the early interpretations of the work as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I haven't, other than the secret of Kells, I don't think I've seen any of the other, like there are more uh, art pieces and uh, like poetry readings and even um, songs inspired by Pangerbon. Bon. Um, so, Aww. yeah. Oh, and I almost uh, forgot, but um, it, it's name uh, Panger. They believe it means a, a, a fuller, Um, or it might be, mean like a white pangor and uh, a fuller is, um, (laughs) a a part of like making wool. So I imagine that this might've been a white cat, (laughs) um,
0: a white fluffy cat.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, cause they, they believe that pangor translates loosely to a fuller, which is folding, which is the process of, uh, it's part of wool making. (laughs) so yeah it's a, it would take so a lot to she probably looked but, like
0: a little sheep yeah his name is probably
1: little woolly <laughs> um oh which i think is just adorable um which is why in w- when you see uh both in the secret of kells and also the book um uh, illustrations of that book series i mentioned and all, all their artistic interpretations you see panger Bond as a white yeah cat, um because of that name yeah
0: makes sense Nice. Well, thank you. This was a lovely poetry reading. Yeah. We want answers.
1: Oh, we're gonna get answers again? We- this third time's the charm. Well, we want answers. We'll find out if we get them. I'd like that he doesn't, he doesn't give up. He's continuing to try to, to, to harass her into helping him understand his destiny, which,
2: fair.
0: Yeah. Maple Shade. Crooked Jaw calls her name and races through the forest he had so many questions for her why had she put willowbreeze in danger how long until he became deputy would he follow hailstar or shellheart
1: oh i thought he we stumbles were ask to a halt brambleberry no also oh, he waited like a couple months to ask her this huh
0: shellheart who if he became leader would have to die over and over before Jaw took his place. He feels sick. It's bad enough feeling like he's waiting for Hailstar to lose his last life. He doesn't want to count off his own father's deaths while he waits for his destiny. Ooh, ouch. I'm glad, though, he yeah. gets,
1: he's thinking about it, because... Yeah. I think it, it speaks to his... You know who he is as a person, rather than he's just like, oh wait, like later Power. when it actually happens or if it actually yeah. happened.
0: A growl slices through the air. Crooked Jaw hears cats, and it sounds like they're training. Does Maple Shade have another apprentice? She, um, she definitely told us that it was just us.
1: Yeah, she probably lied, bro. Or. Goose feathers beating her up, which would be very funny.
0: <laughs> Two shapes move in a narrow clearing. A ragged Tom that Crooked Jaw didn't recognize. But the other sleek Tom seemed familiar. Crooked Jaw watches the brutal training. Blood was everywhere when they were through. The apprentice grovels to his mentor. Let him try again, Shredtail. Again? Crookedjaw thinks. He thought his training with Mapleshade had been brutal, but it had never been this violent. And Crookedjaw recognizes him. It's Thistleclaw. Who? Uh, Bluefer's sister's husband. He was the cat that bluefur gave up her kids so that she could become deputy instead of him.
1: Oh. Oh. Wait, okay, so is a ghost mentor like a thing that happens
0: more ah like like commonly? I I mean, I guess a little more commonly than just crooked jaw.
1: I mean, and also bramble claw, but that's in the future.
0: Yeah. Thistleclaw shows off his move. This is it, Thistleclaw says, facing his mentor. His time is coming. Shredtail says he's worked hard for it. Thistleclaw says he'll be deputy before the next full moon.
2: This is crazy
0: interesting
1: when you think about the implications of what we actually know happens with Blue Star's profit. This is, you know what, good job, errands, with all of this. I mean, I really didn't <laughs> think that this, I, I didn't even think about this even being a possibility. Because this is like a layer, it's adding more layers to her story. I lost faith yeah. when the whole dog and kid ice situation happened. <laughs> but it looks like, okay, look, we can, we can we can do this. We can have something happen. That didn't happen in the other book that adds another layer to it here. Um, Also. Wowza, this is. um, (laughs) Where are we? (laughs) Because I've never heard of Shredtail.
0: Shredtail asks if he's sure Sunstar won't go soft and choose blue fur instead. Thistleclaw said he'd be a fool if he did. Bluefur is weak, he grovels. She's probably still whimpering for Snowfur right now. Shredtail warns that grief can bring strength. Thistleclaw says Snowfur's body is hardly cold. Bluefur will be breaking her heart for moons. That will be his chance to show Sunstar that he's the only capable cat. Who's this? Shredtail...
1: I'm sorry. It's a guy, guys got to remember it's been centuries since we read Blue Star's Prophecy.
0: Yeah.
1: Is Snowfer her sister? Yes. Wait, okay, so her sister just died. Yes. And that's her husband.
0: Shredtail narrows his eyes. Snowfer was his mate. Isn't he grieving her too? Of course, Thistleclaw says, slashing at a tree. It should have been fur on that Thunderpath instead. So it seems like Thistleclaw okay. is taking out his emotions with anger rather than fur gets the depression.
1: I mean, both of them are valid ways and, and part of the grieving process. I don't like the guy anymore. I don't think this ghost training. Yeah. This is so chaotic. I did not.
0: Didn't expect this.
1: Well, it's so interesting. Every time, every time I'm like, oh, I know where the story is going now. They're like, and this happens. You're like, whoa. And that's also maybe because I don't remember half of what actually happened. So.
0: That's fair. Well, Shredtail asks about his kit, his son. He takes after his mother, Thistleclaw's spat. There is no fire in his belly. No hunger for battle.
2: Whitestorm is
1: better ...than anyone you've ever known!
0: Don't talk about him! He is ten times the cat his father was. And he actually does become deputy! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Take that, claw. He asks Shredtail why they're talking. He came to train, not talk. Crookedjaw backs away. Chilled to the bones. He'd never seen hunger for blood like this. Not in any battle, not even when Hailstar almost killed Reedfeather. He runs, hoping to catch a glimpse of Maple shade. He runs, faster and faster. Crooked Jaw. Paws shake him awake. Willow Breeze said he kicked her. Did he have a bad dream? Kind of, crooked jaw stretches. The small den they had woven into the crook of the tree was warm and cozy. So they, they wove a den together. Yeah. Oh, so that like kind of makes a it, little I don't want to do this
1: in front of everyone. <laughs> Wait, weaves their den together. Everyone knows, bro.
0: Oh yeah. Willow Breeze leaves the den and Crookedjaw wonders why he couldn't find Mapleshade. Had something happened to her? But this was Star Clan. Cats lived there forever, didn't they?
1: Over in Star Clan. You keep saying that. I don't think that was Star Clan.
0: He leaves the den, relieved to see Oakheart picking through the fresh kill pile. Poor blue fur, Crookedjaw thinks. Losing a litter mate must be heartbreaking. Shellheart is organizing the morning patrols. Crookedjaw calls to him and asks if he can hunt this morning. He can see his breath. Would the river be frozen? Shellheart nods and tells him to take mud fir and petal dust. Crookedjaw asks if Oakheart can come too. And Oakheart will join them after he delivers prey to the nursery. Crookedjaw brushes noses with willow breeze before leaving camp with his patrol. It's colder outside. They make their way along the river, following the shore downstream, and stop at a rocky outcrop to fish. Crookedjaw is able to hook a large fish. Oakhart catches a trout next. Mudfur says he'd like to catch a carp for Leopard Kit. It's her favorite. Ah, oh, best dad. Petal Dust lifts a pike from the water. It's a tail length long and thrashing wildly. Crooked Jaw springs to her aid and grabs the fish, but Petal Dust tumbles into the water. Crooked Jaw gives the pike a killing bite while Petal Dust swims for the shore. She asks if he got it. Oakheart's whiskers twitch. He didn't realize she wanted to swim today. Paddledust paces the shore to warm herself. She didn't realize it was so big. And Mudfur fishes the carp he was looking for out of the water. Crookedjaw Jaw suggests they take these back to camp, then come for more. Paddledust stares into Thunderclan territory and wonders out loud why they don't fish. Ocart says there are no fresh markers. There's usually a warrior or two yowling at them while they fish. And he wonders where they are today. Crooked Jaw remembers his dream. They're probably mourning snow fur, he says. Oakart snaps his head around. What? And Crooked Jaw's like, oh no, wait, how do I explain how I know this?
1: Yeah. Because I definitely you somehow like, became more on suspicious than the guy who was actually having an affair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Petal Dust asks if he's sure, and Mudfur really nonchalantly asks who told him. Crooked Jaw says he heard it. He heard a border patrol the other day when he was guarding Sunning Rocks. Oakart asks why he didn't mention it. It, it seemed too sad. Crooked Jaw says, and at least there was some truth in that. Petal dust asks how she died. The Thunderpath, I think, Crookedjaw says. The Thunderpath? Oakheart echoes. His brother's thoughts seem to have drifted into the forest. It's okay, Crookedjaw assures him. There's no Thunderpath on their territory. He's sorry for Bluefur, Oakheart murmurs. She must be so sad. Crookedjaw sighs. Yeah... I feel like he, and could he picks up his fish smack him
1: in the face, your brother is, is dating Bluefur and he'd be like, What?
2: What? He's so
0: loyal. No. <laughs> so his patrol follows him back to camp. The gathering is cold. It has been a quarter moon since his dream. Crookedjaw looks up to Silverpelt, and he wonders which star is Snowfur. He's surprised to see Bluefur at the gathering. Crookedjaw is brought back to his conversation with other warriors from other clans. Goldenflower, ThunderClan's newest warrior. There's our girl! I'm glad you always mention her, no matter how small it is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she doesn't seem to be listening. She's looking across the clearing at Bluefur, and Bluefur is talking with Oakheart. He must be offering his sympathies. Goldenflower stands. She's going to make sure Bluefur's okay. Hailstar comes up and asks Crookedjaw where Oakheart is. He'd like him to share with the gathering about the pelt dens. His tactics are worth sharing which is another thing that something happened at a gathering in Blue Star's prophecy and now we have to add it in but we have not heard Oakheart talk about pelt dens
1: what are what are those
0: oh sorry tents tents oh but uh oh maybe you know what maybe it was something cuz Crookedjaw was reassuring those kits that Oakheart had been keeping an eye on them so maybe this that's where it came from
1: Maybe they were just, like, nervous anyone would call them out for any inconsistencies. That, so that's why they just had to, like, sh- sh- throw it in there.
0: <laughs> Which, you know, fair. Yeah. Well, Crookedjaw feels a flash of worry. Was Hailstar preparing Oakheart to be River Clan's next deputy? Crookedjaw indicates to where Oakheart is. As the leaders made their reports, Crookedjaw watches Oakheart. He's at the base of the rock, waiting calmly, and Jaw swallows back his jealousy. Hailstar starts with telling the cats that Prey is running well, and then he beckons Oakheart to come talk. Murmurs of surprise sound as Oakheart leaps up onto the rock. The Great Rock is for leaders, a ShadowClan warrior growled, not junior warriors. Crooked Jaw snarls to listen to Oakheart. He has important news to share. Because no one criticizes Oakheart, not on Crooked Jaw's That's watch. That's right. <laughs> I am jealous of my brother, but I am so proud of him. They have a very realistic sibling relationship. <laughs> they do, they do. Oakheart begins to speak, starting with apologizing for his boldness. And Crooked Jaw feels a glow of pride as the cats around him stop murmuring, and they now seem eager to hear what he has to say. Crooked Jaw looks around, basking in his brother's success. So you know, he's jealous, but he's he's just also so proud of his brother. He's such a good dude. Blue fur is ruffled and scowling, and Rosetail is next to her, eyes shining as she looked up at Oakheart. Because while Oakheart's up there, Rosetail's over by Bluefer, like, ooh, isn't he cute? I wish we had a cat this cute in Thunderclan. And Bluefur's like, uh, it, it, Ew, no. Yeah, he's definitely not hot. Gross. <laughs> definitely not hot. But Oakheart did look like a leader up there. And Crookedjaw's worry rushes back to him. He's the one with the great destiny. The journey home seemed to take longer. Crookedjaw falls behind his clanmates, not wanting to hear them talk about how great Oakheart had been. A pelt brushes his own. It's Brambleberry. He wishes it had been him up on the Great Rock, she murmurs. No, I don't, Crookedjaw says, bristling. Brambleberry snorts. It'll be his turn soon enough, and he has plenty to worry about until then. There's an edge to her voice. Crookedjaw narrows his eyes. How does she know? Has she had another omen? Brambleberry is silent, but there's clearly something on her mind. Crookedjaw asks again How does she know it will be his turn soon? Brambleberry pauses and stares at him. Nothing is for certain. Her eyes are dark. The power is within him to be a fine warrior, she says, and continues on. Crookedjaw follows her, his heart racing. Every cat knows he's going to be great just from watching him, Brambleberry says. She looks up. The stars don't have to decide everything for us. Really, Crookedjaw thinks, flexing his claws. Brambleberry knew nothing. Cause he's being trained by Star Clan. So Brambleberry's like like you don't we don't need Star Clan's like a destiny from Star Clan to like say you're gonna be good. Everybody who looks at you knows you're gonna be great. And then Crooked Jaw's like, ha. Shows what you know, I'm being trained by Star Clan. Sorry. <laughs> just talk to her. <sighs> Well, she's the one being all cryptic. I know. Snow drifts down into camp. Crooked Jaw's twisted jaw aches with cold. He doesn't care, though. He's gathered with the clan, waiting as Hailstar calls the next apprentice forward. Sedgkit, Hailstar beckons her forward with a nod. Blackpaw, Skypaw, Loudpaw, and Reedpaw fidget behind him. Hailstar had decided to wait for Leopard Kit to reach six moons before he made any new apprentices, and the clans welcomed this. The young cats had all been born so close together that they formed a strong bond. And I will note that in Leopardstar's honor, this is kind of retconned. Oh. Yeah, they're actually kind of nasty to her, and I don't like that. Um, This is much cuter. So let's yeah. go with this one. This one's really cute. that They're all so close and love each other so much that they decided to wait an extra moon for Leopard Kit to come of age. Yeah,
1: I like that Adorable. a lot more.
0: Crookedjaw is glad that Leopard Kit won't be alone in the nursery, even for one moon. Although he knows Shimmerpelt would have been with her. She wants to return to her warrior duties, but she never would have abandoned Leopard Kit. She loves her too much. Crooked Jaw scowls at Rainflower. If only she had been able to see past his crooked jaw and remember how much she loved him at first.
1: Yeah, hate your mom.
0: His accident had changed nothing except the way he looked. But for Rainflower, that had been everything. Crooked Jaw pushes those thoughts aside. The past can't be changed. But his own kits, if he had any, would be loved. He had a mate who would never desert them, no matter what they did? Yay. Crooked Jaw presses against <laughs> Crooked Jaw presses against Willowbreeze and whispers, "Thanks." What for? Oh. Just because he stares at her fondly, lost for words. <laughs> it. They're so they're so good. I love these two. They're just so pure. She purrs and brushes snow from his pelt. Go on, she whispers to him. Hailstar is calling him. Crookedjaw realizes that all the eyes of the clan are on him. Hailstar beckons him forward. May he share with Sedgepaw his courage, skill, and loyalty. Crookedjaw presses his nose to the trembling apprentice's head. Don't worry, he whispers. You'll be great. Yeah! Oakheart is also standing next to his apprentice, Loudpaw. They were mentors at last. They're doing everything together. Hailstar says they have one more kit to make an apprentice. Mudfur is licking Leopard Kit's head, holding her back as she struggled. Stop it, Mudfur, she squeaked. It's her turn. Mudfur's eyes were misty as he let her go. She dashed into the clearing before Hailstar even called her name. And Whitefang is going to mentor her. The clan cheers all of the apprentice's name and the apprentice the apprentices everybody kind of breaks up and they go celebrate with their families otter splash is like ah oh, my children have done so great and shimmer and pelt's like i'm so proud of all my kids and timberfur Tooth, everybody everybody's it's, everybody loves it
1: this is great Leopard paw. so good nothing's yeah. gonna go bad
0: Leopardpaw races to Mudfur, nuzzling his cheek. Mudfur's eyes are dark with worry. He prays that she never has to fight in a battle. Don't be silly, Leopardpaw tells him, skipping away. She can't wait to fight in her first battle. (laughs) Oh, girl. Crookedjaw backs away from the mayhem. I'm not surprised. Scared. (laughs) Scared, Willowbreeze teases him. Never. A paw is a big responsibility, Willow Breeze said. She wishes she had one. Crookedjaw promises that she'll get one soon. Well, Sedgepaw wants to go. It's time to start training. Uh, So Crookedstar's gonna show her the territory. But we'll wait until next time, because I'm just about at the end of my notes.
1: (laughs) That's okay, a little shorter. Won't hurt no
0: one. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so he's got his apprentice, which is the only prerequisite to be a deputy. Huh. So. (sighs) But the question is, is Hailstar gonna die? Before that? Because Shellheart is still deputy and Shellheart would be leader.
1: I mean, (laughs) you spoiled this for me. But also, it's just the timeline. We we re-exist in this timeline. You just reminded me of a spoiler I didn't know I was aware of. So, like, everyone else who isn't me who has read these books, like, they're like, no. he.
0: Yeah. So, what's gonna happen to Shellheart, I guess, is the real question. Ah, crap. (laughs)
1: Um, well, folks, if you want to know what happens to Shellheart, Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. I mean, no promises uh, we'll talk about it there, but we'll tell you when the next episode comes out and we'll eventually get to it. Uh, And (laughs) if you want to send us an email, you can do so at wcwitcast at gmail.com, which is also the name of our social media, wcwitcast. And if you want to uh, monetarily support the podcast, you can do so. Our Ko-Fi is linked in the episode description. But the best way you can support the podcast is to share it with a friend and say, hey, we, we are responsible for children at the beginning of this episode and the end of this episode. It's kind of a little sandwich. Yeah.
2: Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Because I'm Emberheart And i <laughs> And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?